WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thanks for joining me on the program this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you every week by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma and by Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland in the Shelby Mall on the south side of Lacrosse. And just wanted to uh, uh, let you know, too, that uh, uh, just kind of an aside here, too, that uh, um, make mention. This is actually sounds pretty cool. And this is actually a pretty good deal, too, uh, that uh, we've got coming up here to the, uh, of course, we're uh, a Milwaukee Bucks station in We've got a uh, a bus trip coming up. Uh, might be a great Christmas gift for uh, your Bucks fan uh, in in your family here too. That uh, uh, not not well. I I'm the deer hunting fan, but uh, uh, the Bucks fan, the basketball fan. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, thanks to the uh, Crooked Bite Ale House, we've got a, a, a Bucks uh, bus trip coming up to uh, to see the uh, world champion. Milwaukee Bucks uh, in action, uh, taking on the Toronto Raptors coming up January the fifteenth. Uh, that's a Saturday, as a matter of fact. And uh, tickets are one hundred twenty bucks and include uh, a game ticket in section two twenty three and a uh, ride on the bus uh, to Milwaukee in back. And uh, man, you know, can't beat that. Uh, that's a uh, pretty darn good deal. And you know, games at five thirty, so you enjoy the game. Come back. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, have yourself a uh, a good time. You don't even have you just relax the whole time, cheer on the bucks, and away you go. You know, so uh, it just go to uh, radiostuffstore.com to uh, to check that one out. And uh, you know, you can even you know if you want to you know when, when you sign up and everything, you can even you know just make a little note on the uh, order form here if you want to sit next to someone and. Check it out that way. Very cool. So maybe have fun. You know, take the family along and make it make it a day of it, afternoon, evening of it. And you don't even have to drive. Just ride the bus there and back. Fun stuff. So check that out. Okay, let's uh, let's get back to uh, to business here and uh, uh, talk a little more outdoors action here. And uh, in, in, we're not going to talk about bucks uh, per se, but. Uh, uh, I guess, you know, well, you know I suppose uh, eh, maybe you know, bass would be the, uh, maybe the bucks of fishing, I guess, or, you know, it's like eh, something like that, you know, big bucks would be, you know, that's kind of like the ultimate of deer anyway, is a big buck or whatever, you know, big bass sort of like the ultimate in fishing for a lot of folks. I, I suppose you can... Boy, I'm really stretching the analogy here, but anyway, um, <laughs> you know, hey, you know what? And 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 really, you know, you don't think a lot of this time of year. You kind of think a lot about it's like, wow, you know, this is uh, you know, this time of year. You really start to think about walleye fishing, and um, you know, and and really for you know for a good reason. I mean, you know, in a lot of ways, this is uh, really a, a kind of a prime walleye time, uh, you know, and and um, but if you think about it too. Uh, you know, it's it's not like, you know, all the bass just sort of, uh, uh, you know, pack their bags, uh, you know, hop the bus and, you know, head south for the winter. No, uh, you know, they're still out there. You know, they have to be feeding, really, if you think about it. You know, 
they have to be feeding just like, you know, every other fish stocking up for the winter. So, you know, why can't they be caught? Really, if you think about it, uh, you know, they should be to a certain extent almost considering how, you know, hungry and aggressive they can be, um, you know, you almost would think they would be almost more aggressive this time of year because, you know, they are stocking up for the winter and, and uh, you know, but okay. So, you know, you know, really, why can't they be caught? And, and you know, done a little research and, and you know, a lot of the articles that I've, I've found talking about, you know, late fall bass fishing, um, and you know, a lot of the articles it didn't find a lot. A lot of the articles I found were talking about, you know, giant lakes and reservoirs down south. I did find just a little bit of information that kind of translates a little, somewhat up here to maybe a little bit more northern climate. Um, and I'm not going to say that, you know, it would be an easy day. Um, but, you know, think of it maybe as sort of challenging your skills and, uh, you know, I, I haven't quite worked it all out, but you know, it just, it, it might be kind of a bit of a challenge, if you will, to, uh, um, to something you maybe wouldn't normally think of, uh, you know, doing this time of year, um, thinking of it, you know, maybe another way think of, um, you know, you know, what would you rather be doing, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah doing some early Christmas shopping and fighting crowds for the greatest toy or whatever, or going out fishing. Yeah. Okay. I, fishing sounds better. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, obviously, you know, and, and seeing the fishing reports and hearing, you know, it's like, yeah, there's, there's, you know, opportunities there and, and the bite isn't, isn't bad right now. Uh, and certainly if you're going to go out and, and, and target these fish, um, you know, Obviously, the, the most important item to consider is going to be the food source. Um, you know, shad are probably the primary source that you're going to think about this time of year for bass. Um, probably they won't be cruising around the surface like they were earlier in the year, but, you know, they're still visible on, you know, for folks that, you know, are running, still running their electronics. Actually, any large school of bait fish is, you know, probably an attractive site for pre-winter bass. So, you know, chances are if you find bait fish, you're probably going to find some bass nearby. Uh, so, you know, where the shad are hanging out, eh, a couple of likely spots. You know, the first are areas with, you know, viable weed growth. This, of course, uh, you know, is an obvious choice during spring and summer. And, you know, as we have moved into fall here, you know, if you can find the weeds, great. Many places don't have, you know, the same kind of growth and places like that that, you know, were there, was there earlier in the year. So, um, you know, if you've got places like that that you know about, great. Um, if not, um, rather than and spend time concentrating on looking for weeds, think about uh, maybe a, a couple of other places. First would be, you know, rocks and, and things like that. Uh, it includes, you know, uh, rip wrap, uh, walls, piers, uh, things along those lines could be, you know, just some kind of a, a hump, uh, you know, littered with boulders, you know, those are possibilities as well. Um, and you know, if you think, you know, uh, if you think about it a little bit, you know, 
the sunlight penetration is going to you know warm those rocks up a little bit better than other types of structure, and you know it's going to hold that heat to a certain extent for a, a period of time. You know, even kind of on a day like this too, it's it's going to hold that heat just a little bit, uh, a little bit better. Um, you know, even if it's a degree or two, it uh, it might be enough to to satisfy the bait fish and in turn of of course uh, you know group bass. Um, now the last location would be timber, uh, a tree in the water, stump field, or you know even a dock. Uh, you know can concentrate bait fish looking for cover and. Uh, and in turn, drawing in predators looking to feed. Um, and when it comes to dock, look for uh, factors such as, uh, you know, a transition from uh, shallow to, to deep water or riprap along a shoreline. Uh, you know, a combination of those factors can be, uh, you know, a likely spot to target. Uh, and and you know, hopefully you've maybe, you know, looked at some of those places during the uh, uh, warmer weather months and, and you know, just uh, you've kind of got those places in the back of your mind and, and you know, kind of can check those off your list as possible places to check out now. Um, another factor, of course, uh, to consider is depth. And uh, as we progress towards winter, uh, the bait fish will eventually start to, to work deeper into the water as the uh, oxygen levels in the upper layer starts to, you know, starts to decrease. Um and of course, that means that the uh, the predator fish will will be following along. Uh, that's you know talked about the turnover and fall turnover and and whatnot that uh, I've talked about before on the show. You know, cold water on top, warm water on the bottom, and uh, whatnot. Uh, for now, that you know many bass you know, will during the day move up into shallower areas to feed, only to move back into to deeper areas as the uh, as the water cools off. You know, so if uh, you know some bass were running normally at 15 to 20 feet during the you know warmer weather, they might now be at you know 10 or 15 feet chasing prey. You know, just as an example, um, it's all kind of relative to the whatever the body of water they're in. You know, and as the water turns colder and you know more powerful fronts move through, you know, then they they, they start to transition gradually from the the shallower water eventually know, making their way into their wintering spots in, in deeper water. You know, they won't make that, obviously, you know, it's like, oh, it's, uh, you know, ah, it's November 13th. Okay, we all got to go. And, you know, they're not going to do that all at once, of course, however. But when they do move, they, they tend to migrate along the, the uh, you know, along channels from structure to structure, so on and so forth, you know, and working progressively shallower until they, you know, get to that, uh, correct depth that the uh, the bass are hanging around on that day you know and you know and as we you know approach winter and it's approaching <laughs> you know don't be surprised to see that they're uh, you know moving deeper with each passing day chasing forage you know okay so now we're kind of you know we're we're kind of at that point here now so let's talk a little bit about uh, you know lure selection um since uh, We've been kind of talking a little bit about uh, mainly on shad. Yeah, okay. Um, think about uh, think about those shad-like colors um, that uh, uh, you maybe want to think about starting out with. So, you know, your silvers and your whites, um, those are, are probably something to, uh, to think about starting with. Um, you know, 
rattle trap type lures are, are maybe good to start out with if you uh, you know you believe the fish are fairly active you know if you if you see them pushing bait fish to the surface um, maybe a, you know a spinner bait with a, a silver blade could do the trick um, you know maybe present it vertically or something if you want to you know properly cover a tree stump or something you know same goes for some kind of a spoon uh, you know, maybe something with the a bright silver or a bright white, something with a little flash to it. You know, uh, if you're working uh, an area where the uh, the likelihood of getting hung up is greater, you know, some kind of a plastic worm might be the best choice, or you know, uh, fish, or, you know, or, uh, you know, uh, paddle tail, you know, something along those lines. Um, you know, no white or something with that uh, with that color in there. Um, Play around with it, but uh, you know those those kinds of colors might be uh, might be a good place to at least start out. Anyway, again, you know, have to maybe experiment with the size to see what what works best with the uh, you know on a particularly given day. You know, start large and go small. Um, you just uh, you never know. Of course, the nice thing is about that you know you can you know change from large to small quickly or vice versa, and uh, you know not lose too much time doing so anyway. Uh, other option, kind of on the other end anyway, uh, you know, crawfish imitators or, or dark-colored plastics allow you uh, different advantages over other lures. Uh, one, anyway, you know, crawfish, uh, uh, you know, or those, you know, plastic crawlies with, with lots of flopping legs and tentacles or whatever you want to call them, and, you know, uh, in... Bass seem to love those. Uh, that's you know the, the like or swim jigs and things like that with a lot of the little you know uh, things like that. And browns, blacks, you know, dark blues and purples are good choices. Uh, just kind of on the other end. Also, you know, plastics uh, you can work through rocks and covers uh, by going weedless as well. Um, the other thing too with uh, with that anyway, uh, with some of those kinds of choices, you know. You can uh, you can really kind of slow down your presentation, which you know, definitely has some advantages, um, because as this you know obviously you know we're looking at water temperatures here in the uh, upper forties right now, you know uh, their metabolism isn't going to be anywhere near as active as it is during the summer. So yeah, they're maybe not going to move quite as uh, quite as quickly. Um, they're still hungry, but they're not going to be quite as uh, maybe quite you know. You know, how fast do you move around when it's cold out, you know, compared to what you were like during the summer? So, you know, um, so, you know, a little hop and a jig here, you know, twitch here and that, you know, that might, you know, make it a little easier for them to, to catch up on it and just kind of, you know, help, <laughs> help them, help them catch it a little bit easier, you know? You know, make it a little easier for them to, uh, to, to, to dial, you know, get it, get it in their mouth anyway. You know, help them, you know, help them out anyway. You know, make it easier for them. So, you know, remember there's, there's slow and there's slower, you know. And, and that's something that uh, you, you do kind of need to keep in mind here too as things uh, uh, progress as, uh, with fall here too. And as the water temperatures drop, metabolisms drop, and those fish do tend to slow down with their activity. They're not going to be anywhere near as fast, like I said, during the summertime, uh, 
you know, with with their actions and activities, um, you know, they're still going to be hungry, but you know, they're just not going to be expending the that energy, if you will. Um, they'll go get something, but they're not going to, you know, it's you know, so you you've, you've got to kind of be more aware and, and and bring it to them a little, you know. Make it a little easier for them to get it, <laughs> if you will. So, anyway, but anyhow, so just to kind of to, to to wrap things up, anyway, there's there, there's sort of a narrow window here before ice up when, uh, you know, you can bring in some of those bass. You know, might not be in the greatest of numbers, but you know they are hungry and you know they can be tempted by your lure. Um, you know, and and by studying the you know some of those factors, you know, location, you know, forage, depth, and presentation, you know, you can reel in some of these, uh, you know, quote-unquote summertime predators. And, you know, you can still have a little success out on the water with those with those bass. You know, they're not just, uh, you know, summertime fish. You, you, can, you can find them here this time of year. Uh, don't be, uh, uh, you know, don't be thinking that, you know, it's like, oh, it's November, I'm not going to, I'm not going to catch any bass now. Nah, you can still, you can still find them out there. There's, it's, yeah, they haven't changed zip codes. They're still there. <laughs> uh, again, it might be. Yeah, it's kind of think of it as a, like I said, think of it as is sort of a, a fun challenge, uh, something to uh, uh, stretch your uh, stretch your knowledge of uh, of these fish, uh, and something to, uh, uh, like I said, broaden your broaden your knowledge base anyhow. So it is uh, 844. I'm going to take a short break and come back in just a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM.